0: Land light, radio and I energy, no feel oh yeah
1: okay folks back here with uh Larry Baker how you doing hey Jeff how are you I'm good you've uh I met you <laughs> trying to think years ago when I kind of got in politics and Somebody told me that's the Burger King guy. <laughs> well, it was at one point about 15 years
0: ago. You, you, you the owned entire- the Burger, yes, we did. You owned the yes, Burger Kings, right? right? Yes, we did. They uh, we started. Started those a long time ago and retired 15 years ago. Still pretty active, as you know. I I, uh, <laughs>
1: I don't I don't eat fast food too much, but sometimes, uh, especially when I'm traveling, I love to get a Whopper. Ah, uh, uh, your 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 favorite fad. We, lo-
0: we we used to love you. I know. I, uh, <laughs> I love
1: the Whopper. It's like Whopper Big Mac. You know, what, like where do you where do you go? Um, well, I've been meaning to get you on the podcast for a while. I run into you all the time, so yeah. glad you're here. Um, thanks for talk, the
0: opportunity we've talked about doing this for some time now. I know we <laughs> have and I, I, I'm <laughs> so,
1: glad, you're, glad I got you yeah. so let's talk a lot of, go back in your history because you, you've actually you were on the Anchorage Assembly back in the day you were a legislator you've <laughs> we, been involved it, in the mayoral we,
0: we served with the mayor in the mayor's office for six years so yeah we have a, a pretty long history in, but uh, why don't we go back to the beginning let's go back to the beginning uh, let's go back, so. back to the beginning well the the um, Everybody knows when they come to Alaska. You can uh, August one, nineteen sixty eight, and most everybody will know what day they arrived in Alaska. And, and I was actually hired um, to come and run the school lunch program for the um, min- well municipality, and sixty eight <laughs> in nineteen sixty eight at twenty five years old, and uh, it was a it was a great opportunity. I'd been in the private sector with a the. Um, uh, major corporation in the Western United States, and and I got recruited to come here. And I'd never been to Alaska, never. And the, you came, you said from Oregon, right? Well, I was. I, yes, I came. I was born in Oregon. Worked for the corporation Oregon, but at the time I was in Southern California with a, with a corporation, and was recruited by. Um, by a former legislator, as a matter of fact, who was an assistant superintendent of schools at that time, Joe Montgomery, and that's a name out of the past. But if you don't know this you, name, you probably don't know the name. But he was a, a very popular, became very popular superintendent of schools here, and uh, he recruited me and asked me to come to uh, Alaska and. And they uh, called you or they, well, they called me for three months. They'd they'd been they'd done a search around the Western United States. And and uh, the, the line was, we're going to build a pipeline in Alaska and we're going to build a lot of schools. And uh, we need somebody in the private sector that understands the the hospitality business rather than just dietetic into the business. And so um, they pursued me, and I told them no about two or three times, and then finally uh, he flew to L.A., and we sat down and talked about it. What were you doing in the company you were working uh, for? I was a a district manager, pardon me, assistant to the district manager for this restaurant group in Southern California, Manning's Incorporated, which is the largest um, institutional feeder in and commercial comp- uh, restaurant company, west of the Mississippi at the time. So you had the the food, food yeah. service. I had the food service background, and uh, and that's what they wanted. And so I came to Anchorage. Uh, the company offered me a sabbatical. If I, if I didn't like it here, I could come back. And uh, and so well, that's uh, that's <laughs>
1: having your cake and eating it too, isn't <laughs> it? It? Was,
0: it was it was a great opportunity. And they said, no oh, you'll never you'll never like it up there in Alaska." You know, you maybe you'll last a year, maybe you won't. But uh, well,
1: what was your uh, impression? <laughs> We all have an impression of Alaska, but what was yours back in '68? What was your? Well,
0: of course, having never been here, um, my uh, I, everybody I talk to, hey, they live in igloos up there. You'll never, <laughs> you'll never make it, you know. I, I was living in Southern California on the beach at Santa Monica, and 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 life was good, you know, and and it, and I. I, I, when I talked, when I talked to my mom and dad, I said, "I." They said, oh, "You should not go to Alaska." You know, I don't think they're even a state up there. You know, so there, <laughs> a lot of misunderstanding back in those days. And, Only nine years <laughs> at that point. And uh, and they said, "But go talk to Uncle Jack. He's in the rest home. He's ninety-seven years old." And he's the only person that we ever know that's even been to Alaska. And he and he was here when they established the dew line, when they brought the dew line, the first communication system into Alaska. And, oh, geez. and so I, I never forget that conversation, Jeff. I went went to the rest home, I said, Uncle Jack, I have this opportunity to go to Alaska, what do you think? He said, Well, I'll tell you, young man, he said, there's oil laying on the ground up there. And I think that Alaska should be a country not a state and i've never forgotten that and we heard that from wally Hickel at, there, there at, was ta- a lot of people at, there uh, was talk
1: about even the, uh, at one point there was talk about the north slope kind of going off yes on their yes. own which they'd be they'd be very wealthy they'd be they very
0: so we um uh, so we did came uh, did that for uh, about eight years actually and then the superintendent retired and i went off and started my own business and uh, and uh, and grew it from there you know and and so it was really a, it, was it a restaurant business or those? yes uh, the burger king business. That, that's the burger king that, that was a burger king were, business. were they up here before that or? no no we were in fact that's another interesting story and in that when i applied there was the the mcdonald's was here kentucky fried chicken with the only two major brands in in alaska back in those days and so burger king was the um was the well, the second biggest brand in the country, the, but they weren't—they weren't here because the missing wheel. And they were—you know—they were, you know, they were Miami-based Southeast companies. When uh, when I became a franchisee in 1974, there was two franchisees west of Denver, Colorado, a friend of mine in Portland, Oregon, and myself. And we always used, to, and we'd go to, to corporate meetings, and there were no other Burger Kings in the Western United States. So we were real pioneers, and uh, and uh, when when I, you know, the joke between us, well, the West can meet in a phone booth because there's only two of us, and so we would we would, oh. <laughs> we would meet in in uh, Denver, Colorado, because that was the last outpost before it became uh, a na- national brand. But it was really difficult in those days because. Hey, Alaska's a long ways away, and you have to have all product that is in the right bag and everything, and there were no, no suppliers. You, you probably
1: for a while had the northernmost Burger King. Was it in the country or the world? It had the northernmost Burger King
0: in the wor- world, I think, both, and we were the only franchisee in, uh, that did business uh, adjoining three nations. How do you mean? you mean Th- Three nations. So now, think about think about this for just a second. We had a Burger King in Nome, so we we're next to Russia. Okay, you know some people can see Russia from you,
1: there. Well, diamond, you can. <laughs> you know, I always I always felt it was unfair what they did to Sarah Palin yeah, with that yeah. comment because they took it and people do that. I'm guilty of doing that myself, but that was just become I mean, such a. Thing
0: it became something that was it was a little over the top. Oh yeah, I
1: mean the Saturday Night Live I think was the one that really pushed that pushed made that so big. But I mean you you can see Russia from part of Alaska.
0: You can can see it from from out and uh, and of course we were out in Dutch Harbor so we were closest to Japan and we were next to Canada.
1: Wow, so. You you probably were one of the interesting people at those board meetings or those franchisee meetings.
0: Yeah, I uh, actually I served uh, for a period of time um, on our national national board, and that was really exciting. You know, because Alaska is so different. You know, you know the a lot of the other parts of the country. It was a it was a wonderful experience plus exposure. You know, and you, and it and it really. It really, there was a lot of politics involved in, on, on those kinds of things, naturally. I testified in Washington, D.C. On, on behalf of the Franchise Association, and so I got a little flavor of the and national uh, thing. And, and, and at the same time, I um, headed our National Political Action Committee, which was a—when uh, uh, I took it over, we were 3,300—there 3, was 3,300 PACs at that time— in the nation, and we grew up to number forty-three in the case. Oh, so that's well, that's
1: like top, yeah, top. We were in the top. Almost one percent, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so, uh, uh, so we, because you know, we had a lot of business interests. Obviously, that Congress can make a lot of difference in
1: your business if you if you're not being heard back there, but. Uh, so it, at that point was that before they did the mandates on the calories and all the
0: uh, yes that uh, that yeah that was kind of prior but that also that evolved over time and everybody had to publish exactly how many uh, this and how much of that and and uh, so it, but it was a it was an interest very interesting time and um, and it and actually the business is the way that i that i got into the political arena and. Uh, and, uh, in, in Alaska, in Alaska. Yes. Yes. And, uh, what happened was I was really active in the community and, uh, my competitor, my from McDonald's at the time, the franchisee. Uh, oh, McDonald's, I, Burger King, uh, uh, McDonald's, huh? McDonald's, Burger King. The, in fact, the Anchorage Times did a a full-page article. Of these guys duking it out. You know, it's it kind of interesting. Who was who was that? Uh, his, his name was Bill Pargetter. Uh, really nice guy. Pargetter. Bill Pargetter. nice guy, uh, a real leader in the community. Uh, he had started a few years before I had, um, and so he was. More, he had four stores, and uh, we had one, and uh, but he did, he and I were both on the chamber of commerce board and very active, and and Bill announced that he thought he would run for mayor, and I thought, oh my, if he's going to run for mayor, what what I I probably need to get involved politically also, so I ran for the assembly and uh, because
1: he'd approve your zoning permit
0: absolutely absolutely jeff so so they so i better better get involved too i better get it i better i better step up this this community involvement get a little political involvement and so so
1: sorry larry that's not that that location's not going to work sorry
0: (laughs) so long story short uh, jeff is that in the final analysis i ran i won uh, much to my surprise, I'd never done anything like that in my life for the, for the assembly. Uh, for the assembly, and uh, and my competitor decided he wasn't going to run for mayor, and so all of a sudden I'd taken on this uh, elected position in addition to my business. And uh, it, <laughs> so, now, so now he's going to have some issues
1: with his new story. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, never, 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 never. Um, but it was a, it was a really. Um, so was that the same election, or was that were they stacked? Like was,
0: no, the assembly and the mayor. Remember, they're yeah, they're, they're staggered, they're, right? So you won stag- before I, I, him. I, I won before, and then he was supposed to run the next year. Yes, yes and didn't run. And didn't run. Wow, and uh, he's and, like, "What have I? who I've, I've created this guy?" <laughs> so, uh, at any rate, the um, I, I campaigned. One of my campaign slogans was that I would limit my term. To six years, because I knew the mayor's term was two three-year terms. So, so you have,
1: you have one more in on the assembly. I, you can I, do three. That's right, three terms. Yeah,
0: and at that time, yeah, it was it was three terms at that time too. But I I I knew that I I didn't I wasn't really thinking of the uh, politics as being a career. I was thinking of being self-preservation, uh-huh. the to, to, to make sure that we had a seat at the table uh, if if my competitor was going to be mayor, which he never never. Did he ever go into politics? No, never did. Never did. He continued to build his business. He probably and he spent all his time building his business. When I now my my uh, all of a sudden I'm I'm going off in two directions. I have my business on one side and politics on the other. So maybe
1: it did end up benefiting him because now your time's split with he, politics and then your business. Yeah.
0: So so anyway, so I um uh, I did I after. I Served as vice chairman and chairman of the assembly, and and then uh, then uh, stepped down. And uh, I after the two
1: was was were people saying, oh, just <laughs> work, do one more.
0: Uh, oh yes, there was a lot of encouragement. Uh, there was editorialized the Anchorage Times that the it was the lead newspaper at that time. They full um, full column uh, editorial: Baker will never step down from power. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, and you know because people encouraged me not to do that you know it, it's you know you, you, if you're doing a job that the people like usually they 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 want you to continue and I had a lot of a lot of a uh, lot of interest to uh, to continue uh, the my first election I won by against a couple of incumbents by about nine percent which was pretty pretty lucky i think in my because i didn't think i was going to win and but i outworked him. i went door to door you know
1: especially I'm, even even now i'm sure back then even more so when there's less people it's door to door is worth a lot oh yes In a state well, like yeah. in a state like alaska
0: and i didn't have the budget obviously because i was running against people that had been previously elected they had a they had the big war chest and so the only way that uh, only way that i had to compete was by Walking door to door, and because I couldn't raise the kind of money, even back then, and halt. So you were in your thirties at that I point. in the thirties, yes And um, even then, the uh, assembly campaign uh, in those days was about oh thirty thirty five thousand dollars, and that was a lot of money. And,
1: I mean, and you could, in today's dollars, it's probably uh, worth maybe double the amount or triple.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow and so i couldn't raise that kind of money because i was i was an unknown i I was known in the community but but you you know they everybody's hedging their bets against the incumbent you know you you know you don't want to make the incumbent bad by giving to the to the challenger so it's funny
1: how when, when you see a bunch of people you know i follow politics right so you see all the donations for like a governor or for a mayor or whatever and then and then are a big legislative race, and then you see the after the race, they lose, or, or, they, or they win, and then you see- um,
0: All the checks show up. The
1: checks all of a sudden, the same people who donated to the guy who lost, all of a sudden, <laughs> almost all of them end up giving to the guy who won, or uh, gal who won. You know, and
0: I've, and, I've, and I've had that happen to me, being elected, Jeff, and, and, I, and you check the, the, the date on the check, you know. And, that's dated uh, the day of the election, and the postmarks the day after the election. <laughs> we believed in you. Yeah, we really believed in you, especially since you won. We believe in you. So, so, um, so anyway, so I, um, uh, I did. I, I ran. I stepped down uh, when I ran for re-election. Um, I don't know. I got about eighty-five percent of the vote, so I was really uh, didn't have a very strong candidate against me, and little mandate there. It was a pretty good mandate, cool. pretty good mandate, and that. And so then, after two years, I actually took a. I I, I thought I'm done with politics. I, that I had done what I'd set out to do, and and um, in two years I was approached to uh, to run for the legislature, and it was um, it was an open seat in in my. In my part of town. What year was that? Uh, that was about 1992, I believe. Some, some right around there. 92, uh, or was it? Or uh, uh, maybe, maybe it's 86. 86. I, I don't know. It was a long time ago, Jeff. At any rate, it's a long time ago, uh, and uh, and so I. Um, they could finally. People came to me and said, "You know, we just we need we need you to run." And you know, you you know, you won by margins, uh, substantial margins. And that was your
1: same. That, that uh, uh, district was represented same, part of your same assembly uh, it is, district.
0: And the assembly districts, as you know, are much larger. Yeah, they're bigger than, uh, than they're, bigger than senate districts. Bigger than senate districts, and twice the size of the house districts. And this was, in this district at the time, there was there was two. Uh, well there's still two representatives for each each assembly district but but i had i'd won handsomely in this in this area of town and is and is midtown midtown mm-hmm. and uh so i um so i ran and won pretty easily actually and uh so but that was a that was a most challenging time i think that serving in the legislature and serving in the assembly is probably one of the highlights. In my time in alaska because it is so it was so different from being in business you know and and the people that you come across and and you could actually uh, I, I i discovered you know you could actually help people you know you yeah. could you could uh people would call you up and say can you get my pothole fixed and you and you have the ability to to, to make a phone call and the pothole gets fixed it's,
1: it's funny um when you hear a lot of stories from friends of mine that are you know they get elected and you know, they, in the past, they've tried to do something, and then they they call the same person as a representative or as a senator, and all of a sudden, it gets done a lot quicker. Gets done a lot quicker, and um,
0: they and so I, I really, I really enjoyed it, and at the, at the same time, it gave me a, an exposure to a part of the state that I didn't really. I had been to Juneau a couple of times, um, but I really didn't understand. Understand the process. I mean, and, and local government is different than state government. I, frankly, uh, i I've always felt, and having done both, that it's more difficult to be elected as a member of the assembly than it is a member of the House of Representatives or the Senate. It, because when you're when you're a member of the assembly, and and I go to the grocery store, Jeff, and you're in there, and you know me, and you see me every day. You know, you you the interaction is uh-huh. is much much more difficult when you're on the assembly. Well, it's
1: eleven assembly compared to sixty,
0: sixty legislators, or and they're sitting down in Juneau. Yeah, and these ones and, are all here, living here. And you're living here, and you go to you pull up the gas station, and it's your it's your buddy that said, "Oh, by the way, you know the the snow plows haven't been on my street yet." Well, the guy, the the legislator sitting down in Juneau reads the morning paper and says that's snowing in Anchorage. But if you are on the assembly, and the and the and the guy hits you right there, would you make a phone call for me, see if I can't get a snowplow out to my, out to my my street? Yeah. So it's it, it's much more much more challenging. With the Tip Tip O'Neill, the politics is local. All all politics is local, and and once you understand that, and you get that core support base, it's. Um, it's even um, even more more difficult but um um so then uh continuing on the saga if you will um served 2 years and then and we were in a uh governor Hickel was governor at the time uh, another name that you might recall uh, oh, a, sure. of short of short timer tuckerman babcock was in charge of reapportionment at the time that's
1: right I've, I've written about and read a, a talked a he actually tried to he tried to redraw re- the line around because he ran in the past and lost to a couple of guys. So he tried to he tried to draw the line and take him out of the area where the other guys were. And the courts actually said, "What, what do you think? What is this?" You know, they threw it out because yeah. he goes, "Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not planning on running again." <laughs> I mean, literally, these guys yeah, are here. Yeah. He's here, and the line goes here. You know?
0: <laughs> well, they did redraw um, uh, they, they redrew Anchorage in that reapportionment, and and the lines that uh, that they drew were favorable. For me, frankly, um, uh, just the way that it, the way it all sorted out, uh, uh, my opponent was uh, a name that has been in the press recently. Was Dave Donnelly? And
1: uh, oh yeah, he just uh, and, last, uh, last and, night they had the uh, little meet, secret meeting there with the Republicans.
0: <laughs> well, he at the uh, he was uh, a member of the Democratic Party at the time, and he represented Spinard, and his and his uh, home district was over by. Um, Willow, uh, Willow, Willow, Wah, or not, not Willow, Wah, but, uh, uh, well, at any rate, he was kind of in, he was just kind of on the edge of my district. And, uh, but the lines got drawn. And so he he and I were competitors to, for the Senate race. And it was a very, very contentious, very hotly contested race uh, because whoever run, won, they, they kind of, everybody was counting votes, whoever won that Senate uh, race the either the Republicans would control the Senate by 11 votes or the Democrats would control the Senate by 11 votes. Long story Whoa. short, uh, Representative Donnelly uh, beat me uh, by about seven votes and uh, seven <laughs> votes Come out of uh, probably uh, thousands uh, of votes. Right? Oh, it was it was Yeah, it was, uh, it was, thousand, yeah, it was a good turnout, great turnout. So there's there you know, but you always think back, Jeff. You said God, if I just not. Uh, if I just worked a little bit harder that one day, yeah. Uh, if I would have knocked on a few more doors, you know. Uh,
1: I was. I've run twice for Senate. I've lo- I've lost <laughs> both times, but the first time I got I got like forty almost forty five percent, but enough to not have to. Work, work. I mean, I've always said I'd, I'd rather lose by a lot, yeah. than, it, like you it, know it, one it, or two, because even Dave the Bart LeBon last time he won by one vote, yeah. So yeah. one or two or three or ten, you know, you
0: you just it makes you 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 think about that, you re- replay that for a long time into the future you know and uh so um uh so that that kind of ended my my political career uh, that, that it was really difficult it wasn't difficult but it was really interesting serving in the legislature because uh, uh, of the 60 members um, there was four of us that had
1: ever met a payroll and cool. so it less than 10 percent uh, yes it's probably pretty similar to that right now i Think about it, but,
0: and but it also gave you an opportunity. I I, I became friends with a, a, a lot of members on both sides of the aisle. Uh, it was it was much it was much more like the assembly uh, in those days that uh, both sides could work together. You didn't necessarily agree with people, but it, it was not as contentious, I guess, as it is
1: today. And yeah, it's gotten it, pretty uh, pretty. Contentious, even nasty you know
0: yeah you know and and um i i actually uh sponsored a piece of legislation uh as a minority member as a first year member in the in the house of representatives ultimately uh that the the legislation passed uh the the senate version went over and, and got passed before my version obviously because the uh, at that at that particular time, the Republicans controlled the Senate, mm-hmm. so they. But what uh, was the bill about? It was a, and it still stands on the books today. It's on port authorities. Oh right, and um, and so uh, it was it, it, it was a good, solid pro business piece of legislation that and uh, uh, and uh, and worked it through the committee structure and everything and and uh, but usually minority members a uh, at that time, um, Ramona Barnes was uh, majority leader. Well, I've heard story, I've heard a lot of stories about her <laughs> yeah. t- tough lady, right? Tough lady, tough lady, and and you know, so, uh, someone
1: told me she used to. Um, I heard this from a few people, so I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's true. But you know, now this last session, there was a lot of freshmen, and it was my first time being down there. And some some of them talk a lot more than others. Uh-huh. And I made a comment one time. Somebody said, "Man, some of these people just talk so much. It's like every time they have a chance to talk and." And then somebody said, I wish Ramona Barnes was still here. And I said, well, uh, what, why? And they said one time she was speaker and somebody was talking a lot. I forget who. And she passed them a note. And they opened it and it said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 I wish I would have met her. She sounds fun. She, um, uh, she,
0: she, and, and she, were, she could work both sides of the aisle, too. She had support from both sides of the aisle. And, uh, but she was tough. And uh, I, I got a piece of advice um, from a former speaker uh, when I first went to Juno, uh, but and he um, later became a lobbyist, um, uh, by the name of Joe Hayes. Oh, sure, he was part of that whole coup thing, right? That's right. And uh, and I, I knew him from the business side when I first went to Juno, and so I sat down with him in a cup of coffee at the Baronoff. Never forget that. And uh, and I and and I said, Joe, you know. Uh, where's the restroom? Where where do we go right here? What, tell me tell me what the and he said first first step go sit down with the Ramona, and I said okay I didn't I didn't even know Ramona at the time and, uh, and he said and he said and she'll give you all the advice that you need but you listen very carefully and I said okay and so I went like. Went in, got a meeting with Ramona and said, you know, I'm I'm the new kid on the block here, glad to meet you. Oh, welcome, 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 welcome. And I said Joe and Joe Hayes and Ramona were very close friends. Um and uh said, Joe told me that I should come and talk to you and, and ask you just how this how does this process work? I'm familiar with the local government. I I I, I, I knew that, but this state deal is entirely different to me. She said I only have one piece of advice for you," he said. "Never lie to me," and I said, "That's the and I said, okay, that's that's easy." And she said, "You know, we have these little green cards where we say how we're gonna how we're gonna vote." She said, "You, when you check your and put your initial by that you're a, a yes or a no." she said, "I don't care whether you're a yes or a no, but you it, it, when you put it there." You better not change when that comes to the floor without telling me. And if you do, you're done. Wow, good for her, good. <laughs> and it was and it was great advice. You know, it was really it was because some people, you know, you you never can count on their vote. One time they're with you, the next time yeah. the, the, the the next time they're again, here. but uh, so it was um uh, it, it was a different body than it is uh, polit- body politic than it is today. There's no question about it. There is a Uh, certain politics you know it's it is the art of compromise and and uh sometimes you just don't get very much compromise these days it's uh,
1: how much do you think the role you know in the last 10 years the role of social media play has played or plays in this process compared to when you were you know when you were there there was newspapers and tv
0: tv and radio and that and that's it um, and um, I think social media has plays, played a huge, huge role in the process because people it, it, information is more instantaneous, mm-hmm. you know, and and and, um, and the for everybody concerned, you know, and, and so it's you know in, in the moment that Jeff Lanfield posts something, you know, half the state of Alaska knows about it, uh,
1: you know, maybe not that much. <laughs>
0: Uh, but uh, and,
1: and now you know a lot of stuff I do. If I'm in a meeting or if I'm somewhere, I put, put take a picture, put it on Facebook or Twitter, and it's phew, yes. Everybody it's all, can go. Everybody can go look at it right yeah, there. It's
0: right there, and uh, and that and and if you know how to manage it, well, that's all well and good. If you don't know how to manage it, you better be you. You better watch out well, because, that, that,
1: that's the real problem with so many legislators is um, some, some of them are older. They didn't really grow up with it, and that's then correct. some of them are even younger, and they. They just can't control themselves, or they they put out you know, horrible things about their their um, colleagues, and they wonder why nobody wants to work with them. Yeah, <laughs> it would, yeah.
0: It, it's so I think social media has has played a played a real role. Um, you know, it, it's it just changed the dynamics of everything. It's changed the net dynamics of campaigns. You know, it, you know, money didn't. Used to have to be put on into Facebook ads and things of that nature, and and now you, you know you have to do it in order to be competitive. And so, yeah. so um, so that's kind of the kind of the snapshot. Of, you and then
1: later, you I mean, where I first met you was it uh, years ago? You were working for with a mayor Premier Sullivan, right? That's correct. So You'd gotten to the to the mayoral side of
0: yeah, and and that was my uh, that was my first uh, exposure on on that side. And what happened there is that. I'd been retired for a number of years, and uh, the mayor called me up and asked me uh, to uh, if I would uh, serve on his campaign committee and I'd known him. I actually knew his dad very well, and uh, I'll tell a little funny story about about his dad uh, george was a is a great mayor and when um, i the first i got when I first got elected. The very first night, um, a, a, phone, a phone rang at dinner time, and uh, we had uh, small children. And, and one of the kids jumped up to get the phone. And the, and the rule at dinner time, like most dinner times, is, is that we are going to sit here and let the phone ring. But no. And so I said, Well, who is it? And I said, Oh, it's some guy called Mayor Sullivan. And I said, <laughs> Some guy. <laughs> the kids didn't know it. And, uh, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I said, Oh. I took it and I said, "Mr. Mayor, how are you?" And he said, "I just, I know you're having dinner. I heard you're having dinner. I was supposed to interrupt you, but I just want to call you and congratulate you on your victory." And uh, and I said, "Thank you, sir. I I really appreciate that." And he said, "If there's ever anything we can do for you, just make, make sure and call." And the, the wonderful thing about George Sullivan, he, he and he was mayor at the time, right? He was mayor. Okay. Yes. And uh, he uh, he. Uh, george i don't think ever had any piece of legislation ever vetoed in his entire twelve years as mayor because he was mayor of the city and then he became mayor of the of the borough and that's before Anchorage uh, consolidated before pre anchorage and that's why he had twelve years, so he had six years as, as as the city of Anchorage before it became a municipality and then six years uh, when it became a municipality, so he had twelve twelve years. And he never had a piece of legislation vetoed.
1: Must mean mean, means he used to work with people.
0: He worked with people, and he and he counted votes. And when he had the votes, it
1: went forward. Or he he talked. That's a good question. Why do why do mayors try to propose stuff and get stuff passed they know is going to get vetoed? Maybe they want to. They want to put people on record, or
0: I—I I don't know. It's it a good it, question. It, it doesn't—it it doesn't make any sense because it, it just delays the process. Some people do that to make statements. I know, uh-huh. and and, uh, but uh, yeah. And so what happened personally was that I was retired and had been for about I don't know six years, eight years, something like that. And and Mayor Dan Sullivan at the time he was just uh, putting up to Gary's campaign committee. Um, asked me to if I'd serve on it, and I said sure. I don't have anything to do, I, and and uh, he said, and so we went through the campaign, and then and then we went through the transition, and then uh, he asked me to come to work for him, and I uh, I said well, my wife and I are snowbirds in January and February, and and I, where do you go uh, uh, Arizona? Arizona. I'm uh, from Arizona. New Mexico originally, so yeah,
1: yeah. I've been there, uh,
0: and so uh, and so I uh he um he said um you know well uh, wh- why don't you think about it and i said well i'll tell you what uh, i'll i'll come for a, 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 while you're getting organization put together i'll um <coughs> for six months we'll do it for six months because it starts you know, take off is july 1 december 31st uh, i'll be you have the organization together and everything and and the, and you'll be off and running and and about that time um he um he came he, uh, shortly after he took office he he came to me and said, "Well how about uh, well in fact another side story to that was I told him that I'll just donate my time to the city because I'm only going to be here six months and i don't i'm not looking I'm not looking for a job i <laughs> it's not what was
1: your chief of staff or was it yes
0: uh, and uh, but I wasn't looking for uh, I wasn't looking for a job and and uh, and so the Burger King had paid off I was retired I was fully retired and uh, and so he then in about October after three months on he he came to me again and said um, well uh, and I was preparing working on the budget for him and he uh, he said well what about uh, you continuing? I said, "Well, it, it's not going to go over at home because um, we're leaving January one." And uh, he and he said, "Well, what if we can work out a deal?" And I said, well, "I don't think you could work out a deal with my wife." <laughs> 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 he said, "Well, let me let me have the first lady call her." And oh, uh, nice! And I said, "That's politics. That, that's that's real politics." And, and so, um, uh, first lady Lynette call my wife. I went and had lunch. I came home that night and and uh and uh, she said uh I said how how did lunch go and she said everything's all worked out. And I <laughs> said and I said thanks for telling me. What, what what do you mean?" she said, "Well, I'm going to stay in in uh, in Phoenix uh for the two months and uh, and you you'll be commuting back and forth." <laughs> <laughs> and and uh and I said, ed, ed, "You, you agreed to that?" He said, "Oh yes, we talked over, and and, and uh, it's 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 all it, it'll be just fine." It's
1: cool, you had it's cool you had a say in it. I, yeah. I, <laughs> you're, being, you're being informed.
0: So my my six month uh, short term with the the mayor, I uh, actually ended up six years. Because
1: I remember, oh, I, I, I try to see you a lot. You'd always yeah. be doing stuff with. Um, Events or whatever with uh, yeah. uh, Mayor, Mayor, yeah. Mayor Mayor Dan's chief of staff.
0: Yeah, it was a, a, a and that was a thoroughly enjoyable community service too. And and I think that the reason I a lot of the a lot of the um, senior people within the administration were people had been there for a number of years, and that I knew when I was on the assembly, they were just coming up in the municipal government. Mm-hmm. So I had worked with a lot of them. And 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 Parks and Rec and the business and John Rada and and, and uh, uh, Thompson out at Public Works and all these people that I I had already knew and I'd had previous and from an elected standpoint and a business standpoint and so it was a. For me, it was I, I thoroughly enjoyed
1: it. Probably helped a lot with being able to get stuff done. Or work, yeah. relationships are so important in, in life, but especially in politics. Oh
0: yes, absolutely. And you know, it's it's all about the people. And and if you uh, if you can get along with people, and uh, you know, you can you <laughs> could really do good things. My
1: my big takeaway from being in Juno last session was, and I'd run for office a couple times. And what I what I figured out, and most people who run for office, I say the vast majority. Like people like me, you have these ideas and you ha- have these plans, and you know you say you're going to do this, and most people have no idea how it works. That's exactly and, right, and and they have no idea. The stuff they're saying is just mostly bullshit. They can't pass anything. <laughs> they you need twenty one and eleven, right? So, but my biggest takeaway, the two things that are most important for a successful legislator or assembly person or anybody in p- government politics, um, isn't your political positions. It isn't kind of what you know your your ideas. The two most important things, in my view, are your ability to get get along with people and your word. Yep. And if you can be the smartest person with all the ideas and everything, you're a genius. But if people don't like you and people don't trust you, you cannot get anything done.
0: You'll get nothing done. You know,
1: uh,
0: um, flipping the clock back, um, you know, know, down in Juneau, they have the legislative lounge Uh where – where
1: legislators, um, can, I've just seen it. I haven't been.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll, you, once you've served, you can you, still, you, you can I, still I, go. I, right? I still I still have access, but um, I, I was I, because of my business background. I was I was always an early riser, as was Ben Grusendorf, who was the Speaker of the House cool. when I was when I was in the legislature. Ben Grusendorf and I literally had breakfast at seven a.m monday through friday in the legislative lounge oh you
1: are an early riser huh Jeez. and and
0: and sat there i i knew nothing about southeast he didn't know very much about south central and but and we we're from opposite parties but you know it, it that's kind of the way you get to you, you get sausage made yep. it, you know and and so um uh, you're absolutely right jeff the if you only have you you only have your word and, and once you break it then people never trust you
1: and you know just there's, po- there's folks down there and it's, it's it's not a secret there's folks down there that are just they're very widely known they they can't be trusted because they say one thing and they do the opposite that's right and, and they're they're i won't you know say the names but they're they're known by the folks that are down there it's yeah. very yeah. and it becomes very difficult to you know need a favor it's like hey you you've screwed me 10 times <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, you know, because they vote one way one time and they vote the decks you know, and they're just all over the board, you know. I always um,
1: think that you know, regardless of your positions, you know, whether for example the dividend or the budget, I th- I think, you know, as, lo- as long as you are consistent and tell people what you think. I mean, even if they disagree with you, I think they respect that you have a position and you and you stand by it and right. you explain it. That's right. They don't respect when you go back and forth all the time.
0: Yeah, we had um, we've we had we've had assembly members, we had legislators over the time that one time they're voting one way. And then they switch their vote. the Last person that talked to them. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: The, the, there's a funny. Some of the folks there. They say you can tell how they're going to vote based on the last person they talked to.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm going to leave the names out of this, but this is kind of a funny story. We when um, when I was uh, on the local body here at the time, we had you um, know our agenda and, the, and notebooks, and we had colored dividers between the various sections. And uh and purple and red and blue and green and and whatnot and and I can't remember the issue. It was a very contentious issue and and the uh, 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 person sitting to my right was an attorney and we were from differing political parties and um, the person to my left was um, was um, sometimes vote could be here or there. let <laughs> just put it that <laughs> way. Malleable, to be, to be polite. So. At any rate, I, you know, the meeting's dragging on, and and I saw my friend to my right. He pulled the red divider out, and I saw him write on the on the divider, uh, "This is the color to vote." <laughs> no, I mean no vote. No, yeah, and 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 he folded it all up, and he asked me to pass. It. He didn't know that I'd seen the note. I I just passed it over, and he said, "Give this to." The, the person on your left and I did, and and uh, the debate goes on. It was a uh, contentious, about I don't know, an hour long debate, and and I knew the way that this person's history was that it was always the last guy that got to it. And about uh, as we were just closing down the debate, I quietly slipped the green <laughs> divider out of my binder <laughs> and uh, slipped it under the table and wrote, "This is this is the color to vote." Vote came green. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's a yeah, true story. It's <laughs> a, a good good spot to end. I mean, um, this has a, been a great podcast. Larry. I think we could do more of these. I mean, you probably have a million stories. We, we, we
0: could go on and on and on yeah. with all the old stories, but uh, appreciate the opportunity. No, we'll, we'll,
1: we'll do another one for sure. Yeah, it's okay.
0: A, lots of history here. I, loved, I of, love. I <laughs> love.
1: That's. I did a podcast last week in here with Mike Gordon. Who you oh yeah, know, I know from, well. a he good wrote friend his, of mine. He wrote his book about learning yeah. the ropes, and uh, you should yeah. read it.
0: I I saw Mike at at Costco actually last weekend and he was and I said hi and he was signing a book so I didn't stop and pick one up but I've heard it's a great read.
1: It's a good it's a fascinating read and it's, yeah. it's for me as somebody who's you know, moved here in 2004 I was but I was born in 84 I wasn't even around but <laughs> reading the stuff about Anchorage back then and the coots and the drugs and the women and all the uh, stuff he talks uh, about uh, is really interesting.
0: Spaniard Road, you're right here at the the heart We're, of the uh, Lots of stories are made, made you, here. And you just told me this
1: building we're in, for the KNR studio, it used to be a post office? There's a post
0: office right downstairs.
1: Yep. Wow, I did, didn't know that and until The you,
0: Post Office. So you told me, well, th- <laughs> th- th- thanks
1: again, Mr. Baker. I appreciate you doing this. Okay, we'll, Jeff. We'll do it again. Yeah. It's been great. Folks, if you have an idea for a podcast or uh, want to do a podcast with me, let me know, and we'll talk to you next time. Landline.